Hey, Adam. Yeah. Do you know what chicks love? Tell me. Six-pack abs. And big dongs. Six-pack abs and big dongs. Chicks love both of them. Would you agree? Yeah, actually, that's true. I thought that was like a scientific fact. Do you know what goes along with those two things? What? A ripped muscular body. Oh, good point. You know how you get a ripped muscular body? How? You get a train correctly you got to train properly you have to get anabolic so you're saying do- i'm doing it wrong you got to get anabolic how do we do that well first you train properly but then you're not going to get ripped unless you eat properly tell me more hmm. you got to eat properly you got to train properly that's the only way to get a six-pack and a big dong where, where do, do you I find, find out mindpumpradio.com click on the yellow button it's all on sale right now if you want to pump your body and expand your mind there's only one place to go Mind Pump, Mind Pump, with your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Hit it, Justin. Here I am, on the road again, there I am, on the stage, there I go, yeah, showing my body off, <laughs> yes, there it is, Dude, he's- Adam Schaefer. Bro. Bro, we're on the road. I, I, feel, on the road. I feel so uncomfortable with him singing that song and the way he's looking at me right now. First, first of all, you think that's uncomfortable. If he's gonna, your shorts are bright orange, bro. Yeah. Where am I what are we? Who, to go? who are we right now? What are we and who the fuck are we with? This is Mind Pump, and you're listening to Sal Stefano, Justin Andrews, and Adam Schaefer wearing the bright orange shorts with green underwear underneath. What the? <laughs> bro, you look like a Skittle. Hey, bro. <laughs> you do look like a Skittle. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. Hey, so we're going to talk about, because uh, you're what, how many weeks out from the San Jose Pro are you? Oh, this is what we're going to talk about? Yeah, fuck yeah, bro. Uh, okay. I think people want to hear we about- We want to know your, your shit. Trials uh, and tribulations. We're, we're four weeks out now, bro. Four weeks out. Four weeks until you compete. June 27th, Santa Clara Convention Center. Pump San Jose it on Pro. your calendar, ladies. Hey, are we inviting all the pump heads to come watch you pose in, Dude, uh, absolutely, in your bro. board shorts? Absolutely, man. I told, I hear, I told you already, what my biggest goal, there's the two biggest goals I have for this show. One- I'm going to bring the sickest version of me, hands down. No doubt, I've put in the last six to eight months of building, and I've built the best physique I've built yet, So I will, and I will bring the sickest conditioning for sure. And the way, reason why I know that is because of the hard work that I put in beforehand, and, as, and I started my prep earlier than what I normally do for a show. The second goal that I have is I want to have the sickest crowd there, dude. I want to. I want to. I don't care if I take dead last. If I come out, I know my physique is the best I've ever brought, which that'll make me happy. And then I walk out on stage, and it's like fucking hooligans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want bras getting thrown on stage, like yes. just dude standing on people's shoulders. We should, we should go just we, epic, yeah. bro. I wanna, should, people be like, "What is this? This is not a this is not a He's like the show. Brett Michaels of physique. <laughs> you know what we're gonna do? <laughs> Me and Justin are gonna go to like Walmart. And buy like a box of granny patties and just, oh. and just start chucking them on yeah. the stage. Just color them brown. Just start throwing a whole bunch of them and we'll color in like little skid, oh my like God. skid marks on them. IFBB oh, League yeah. is so going to launch me, bro, after that, but it'd be uh, so worth it. That's how I want to go. I'm going to go out with a bang. We'll make, we'll make like bra slingshots and just shoot shit at them. If he loses, what we'll do is we'll just we'll start a riot. We'll just okay. start a fucking mat wow. like 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 he I'm lost his, like he lost the Stanley Cup. Start hitting yeah. people with chairs. Yeah, we'll flip a cop Take car. Take my shirt yeah. off. Yeah. Ah! It's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Hulk is. So is Hulk your training, Adam? Is your training? Your training is different now. You you've inco- you're incorporating a lot of the some of the sa- the stuff that Justin was doing. Well, like the the programs, like the phasing and the trigger Ye- sessions and all. Yeah, that. Yes, you got and, your own little twist. Yeah, I was gonna say yes and no because yes, uh, I mean 
our foundation is always the same. So the MAPS anabolic and how we phase things is always the foundation of my right. program. doesn't matter what I'm doing. Right. Um, and then off of that, I always, depending what my goals are at that time, and uh, since I'm super motivated in the men's physique world right now, it's aesthetics and symmetry. So... Um, I use my the I use our maps program as my foundation, and then I build everything off of that. And so uh, right now, and as I'm getting closer to the show, I'm you're starting to see my volume increase on my workout, my intensity increase on my workout. Um, yeah, all that's happening. My trigger sessions are way a lot of it too for me to be real to be since we're the raw fitness truth here is consistent. So consi- raw, raw dog it is consistency. I mean, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to be a hundred percent honest, you know, when it's off season, and you know, there, I'll, I'll take a day off from trigger sessions. I just don't right. feel like doing them, you know. Or I, I, my workouts will end at, you know, I'll get a good workout at forty minutes. I won't, you know, push all the way through for an hour, hour and a half, or whatever. And when it comes game time for me, like there's to me, like that's what that's where my competitive switch happens. And there's there's no hiccups, there's no missed days, there's no short workouts, there's no missed trigger sessions. Like it's on, it's game on. Now here, I have a question for you because you're obviously pretty you're pretty lean. You have a, a long history of uh, training now for aesthetics, right? Yeah. Um, I I always get this uh, people asking this question or actually commenting on this, and I noticed this with myself that obviously consistency is very important for any type of uh, you know routine when it comes to you know changing your physique, but with the trigger sessions. Consistency makes a huge like way more like if you do one trigger session a day, mm-hmm. it's so much different than when you do three times a day. It's like it, it's not three times better; it's like ten times better. Yeah, have you noticed right. that? Oh, very yeah. quite oh, signal. No. Huh. Absolutely, and I already know it because I've been here before. I've been here. I've done it before, and and that's just. Uh, that is the reason why I, I like to talk about um, being real with people that follow me. And, you know, it, it, it drives me crazy. It sucks that when I post like pictures like, you know, from four weeks ago, like how I am or where I'm at currently, that it gets like mediocre amount of likes. But watch the next two weeks. You're going to watch my likes on my pictures go from about 400 up to 1,000. Because as soon as I get shredded, everybody's like, yeah. Bro, you got to use the, you gotta use the filters and lighting like I do. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Well, you know, I, I like to keep I like to keep it as real as possible, of so course, people of so people can see that you know I don't walk around at four percent body fat or less uh, year round. It just mm-hmm. uh, whether you could do it or not, um, uh, you know, it's not the healthiest thing ever. Nor is it uh, realistic for me. You know, for me, at uh, in my thirties and stuff like that, it's a, I'm a little more comfortable in the high single digits. You know, eight to ten percent range would be. Plus, to be honest, it's not. I don't know about you, but I notice for me when I get down that lean, it's not comfortable. It's like I feel like my my body temperature fluctuates really, you know, fast. Oh, you're ultra sensitive. Yeah, you're, I'll be cold. you're ultra you're sensitive dying. to everything. You're ultra sensitive yeah. to food. I mean, okay, so today I'm, I'm teaching today, right? So <laughs> funny you say that. So I'm on, I'm on my second day in a row of uh, low carb, and I'm teaching these TRX. So I haven't been in. I was gone for a week for jury duty, right? And so I'm teaching classes, and literally three different times I had to like close my eyes and stop because I was getting up and down from the ground. And because I'm low carb right now, I'm I was lightheaded and dizzy, you know. <laughs> and like everybody in the class is kind of looking at me. Kind of, we were like, "What the fuck is wrong with him?" There's but, our instructor. Yeah, <laughs> there goes our super fit. And then I, t- I tip over. Boom. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's not. Uh, this is the sport of it, and I always remind people that this is the competitive side of it that. 
it, it is not the most healthy. Now, mind you, um, the whole time that I'm going through this, I try and keep it as healthy as I possibly can. And I really don't think I get unhealthy till probably the last week. Mm-hmm. You know, the last week, maybe 14 days tops, uh, would I consider myself unhealthy. Right now, I'm 100% healthy. Uh, in fact, the lowest my carbohydrate intake drops is 150 to 180 grams a day. So, um, typically, I start my prep. You know, I'm sure this is a question. I'm going to go ahead and answer questions before you even ask me because I know what you're going to ask. Uh, I t- well, this is going to be a one-sided interview. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're going to ask. So I'm just going to keep going on and on and on. <laughs> or, or, or maybe- I love you, buddy. I love you. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dick. <laughs> First, Sal blindsides me with it, and then and then uh, and then now I just take over the interview. Well, I was like trying to think of some cool questions. But well, see, oh yeah, yeah I, I know what you're going to ask. Well, here's that, here's so the, here's the reason going. why I, I'm just going to go ahead and like talk about it because I feel like the, the two of you. He's not going to stop. The two of you have, uh, and we will. We'll get a chance for you guys to ask me uh, stupid questions, but I think- I think it's going to be stupid? I think there's people that listen that are actually competitors and that actually are probably curious of- Bro, I had a really good question. Let's hear it. All right. I want to hear it. Let's hear it. What What color are your board shorts? (laughs) (laughs) See? Told you. Uh, Stupid question. uh, Red. Okay. Yeah, red this good. time. I bought brand new ones. They've never been worn before. Oh, good. Red ones. Mm. Okay. Solid red. All right, Mine was going to be walkout songs. Let's see, yeah. You know what? what? I'm going to challenge you guys right here. Right. Let's hear some questions you have for me real quick. All right. Uh, how often are you tanning at the moment? None. When do you start tanning? Not till the last 10 days. Don't look at me with that. Roll your eyes. Because yeah. like, oh. you're asking stupid oh, questions. Yeah. Keep asking. Come on. No, those I, are I, good I, questions. Those dude. are not good questions. Nobody who nobody who's a competitor or somebody who's considering competitive is they're they're like the number one thing on my mind right now is I wonder what color his board shorts are. And I wonder if he starts tanning <laughs> six weeks out. You're right. We're horrible. At no, this. they right, right. wait. We apologize. Uh, continue. Okay, I got nothing. Yeah, you're right. All right, okay. continue. Continue. So, I'll think of something. Yeah. Mo- most people would like to know, when do I start cutting for a show? At what point do I start that? I was going to ask that. I was going to ask well, that. Well, dude, I want to know how many days uh, till this actual event. So We're four weeks out. Four 20, week, 27, 26 days exactly. From, exactly. There yeah. we go. Okay, so, okay, 20, so 20, the clock is on. Wait, well, the clock's been on for me for almost almost already a month. So I start this prep, I started eight weeks out. Eight weeks out. Okay. And typically, I don't start till about four to six weeks out. So I'm, I'm, I'm about two to four weeks ahead of schedule. And I did that on purpose this time because I want to be stage ready two weeks out before my show so I can practice my peak week. So you're going to do like a little mini bulk again and no. then cut just, down? Just, just slow just, down. Oh, you're just, just slowing your cut. Yeah. I'm just going to slow. I, I'll, once I get down to about 2 or 3% body fat, obviously there's no reason for me to go any deeper. So I'll, I'll stay right there and I'll, I'll load my body back up and I'll practice my loading. Now, I got, uh, a, I got a question for you. Would you be afraid of rebound trying to hold that 2 3% for that long? Because I know getting that lean, it's tough to, to hold on right. to. Mentally. But I mean, I I like to I pride myself on the mental discipline part. I think a lot of people have have struggle because one, uh, that's a good question actually. Um, Boom, five, <laughs> five uh, points for yeah. Sal. That no, it's a, that is a good question because I think uh, a lot of athletes do struggle with something like that, and a lot of that is just not understanding their body, not understanding uh, the science behind it and why it responds a certain way. Um, I understand exactly why I would feel a certain way. I know why, what will the cravings, if I'm cutting and I'm cutting drastically and then all of a sudden I refeed, um, you know, you're talking about leptin, uh, leptin levels and stuff like that. I'm going to shoot that up. That's going to cause my metabolism to fire back up and I'm going to be 
hungry as shit. Mm-hmm. So the next day, I already know that I need to be on my game because I know it's going to be hard. And but if I fight that, I know that I'm just I'm working I'm working with my metabolism instead of against it instead of feeding it like a monster and then overfeeding and overspilling and then gaining weight. That's not what I want to do. So, so. How, how are you shooting your leptin levels up? Because I know, I mean, I, I'm familiar with the hormone leptin. Leptin, right. leptin and ghrelin, those, that, that sort of relationship. Yeah, and, and so are you going to like, is this because you're going to feed yourself more okay, on some so, days to do that? Okay, so uh, first of all, leptin is the mother of all mother when it comes to uh, fat loss hormones. And it, when you become, the leaner you become, the more crucial this becomes. As you start of getting out into single digit body fat, which I've, I'm uh, probably five five ish or so right now, um, your leptin levels, your leptin hormone becomes even more sensitive. Mm-hmm. And so, let's say I'm uh, carb depleting for two or three days. About the by, and, and as soon as I go like so, today's day two of me carb depleting. And I yesterday I started that, and I you could I woke up this morning and I felt leaner. You know, today I woke up felt leaner again. Tomorrow I'll wake up probably feel a little bit leaner again but it'll probably it'll slow down in comparison to what it felt like on day one day two and that's your leptin that's your body telling your body so leptin is it tells fires a, a signal to the brain and says you have lots of energy to burn so when we when you have lots of calories that's like the whole thir- response to all of the storage that you've accumulated exactly right. the yeah. thermogenic effect that people talk about with food by eating big meals and stuff like that part of that has a role to play with leptin when leptin your body goes hey we ate 10,000 calories. We got lots of energy to burn. So the brain says, hey, we got lots of fuel. And therefore, your metabolism actually does kick up. Mm-hmm. Well, when the opposite happens, when you go the opposite direction, when you restrict and you cut really hard, then the body goes, hey, we don't have very much yeah, energy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's so hold on to this. So that's the starvation mode. So then the body says, ooh. And that becomes way more sensitive. And you got to play with that more the leaner that you become. You know what? You know what's, right. cool? You know what's cool about that? It's a little leptin um, nerdism. Uh, that was only discovered in 1996. Yeah, it was it was or 94, 96, yeah, 94, right? 96. And uh, they thought that it would be like the panacea, like right. you, the oh, holy grail. Yeah, we're to gonna get people give to you leptin shots. Well, the, yeah. the the problem with it is that they thought that you would be able to take and and just the listeners that are hearing me talk about it right now don't go run out and go buy some fucking leptin or leptin pills because they, they no. there's a ton of stuff on the market yeah, that manipulates that yeah but if you take it orally it just gets destroyed it does gut, yeah, yeah it doesn't do anything yeah. it doesn't it doesn't uh we can't take anything to elevate what that about or, suppository you just want to put something I'm in your sorry. butt. Yeah, yeah. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, "What is that?" You actually stopped me for trying to. Like, trying Wait to a second. What does that have to, to spice this up here? So yeah. So this becomes. Uh, so this is also what's called the refeed. So a lot of athletes, I love and I love talking about this because um, a lot of athletes they just do what their coaches told them. You know, whether it be carb depleting, carb cycling, whatever method they use. Um, but a lot of the times they don't understand the science behind it, which is always what and, and I shouldn't laugh because I know there's there's probably people listening that are, have struggled with this. And if your coach has put you on a low carb diet, you're already like five to nine percent body fat and you've been at 50 grams of carbohydrates for weeks on end. You're just like putting so many rocks in your backpack. It's hilarious. It's like there's no reason for you to do that. And in fact, what you've done is you've lowered your level so low that your body thinks it's starving. So it is, you are seeing incremental change. And I mean, tiny, just simply refeeding the body, loading it back up, and then telling it, like, we got lots of fuel. We'll kickstart that metabolism again, shoot those leptin levels up again, and tell the body, like, restart. Now, we should be clear that this is advice that you'd give to an athlete, someone who competes or physique. Because if you're, if you're you know, 50 pounds overweight average person, 
then going low carbohydrate, you know, higher fat, moderate protein for longer periods of time, totally fine. But if you're like Adam says, an athlete, well, yes and no, you want to build up yeah. the insulin sen- or uh, sensitivity. Well, right? what what happens when somebody's obese is they yeah. actually develop before insulin resistance many times they'll develop right. leptin resistance. resistance. Yeah. Yes, and when you have leptin resistance, that's what leads to your your body's pushing out all this leptin, but your brain isn't getting the the, the signal. signal. Yeah. yeah, and so you know, extended <laughs> extended you know lengths of time on a low carbohydrate diet, and this is again we're talking about people who need to lose a lot of weight. Absolutely fine, but if you're an athlete. You know, uh, people ask all the time about ketogenic diets. You know, I eat less carbs than Adam does. Well, first off, I'm I don't I'm smaller than he is, so I don't need quite as much. But second off, uh, I teeter uh, into ketosis. Ketosis. I might tip into it every once in a while, but it's not something it's I aim. Not your main operating system. No, because then yeah. you lose athletic performance, and it's, it's a slower operating system. Yeah, and you lose you you lose <laughs> your pumps in the gym. You don't have good pumps. You feel kind of. So, you know, like I did this weekend, actually. This weekend, I, I ate more carbohydrates. And when I do this, I drop my fat, so my calories aren't necessarily higher. And then I have great workouts, and I feel like you said. Like, I feel like my, my, my body's metabolism kicks into gear. So you're, you're, you're right on the fact that this, uh, <clears throat> if you are really 50 pounds overweight or more, that it, it's less important, but it still applies though. I mean, if you're, if you're, let's say you're a client and I get this and I get this when I coach people who's a hundred pounds overweight and I start you on this, this restrictive diet, or maybe you've already been on this restrictive diet and you're only eating 1500 calories. The still the same rules apply with the, with your leptin levels and, and you can, and because you're, let's say at 1500 calories, you're still going to lose body fat because you're a 300 pound person only eating 1500 calories. Your body is going to burn, but it will burn at a slower rate on week uh, week 15. Is that what it was burning at week one? And simply refeeding your body uh, sometime before that would help with the leptin levels and would help with the body no matter what, whether you're obese or not. But like Sal said, it's not as important because you've got a, such a long way to go, and it's you might already have leptin, you know, resistance. Exactly, and you could have leptin resistance, and then so it's it's less sensitive. But don't be still, don't be full because I still I, I'll still refeed one of my clients who is wait, wait. now here is the key. You hear me say the word refeed, and this is also the big mistake that a lot of oh, athletes yeah. and a lot of freaking mm-hmm. IG people I know where you're going. is cheat meal Sunday, and you go, okay, well, I'm going to eat low, and you get super Dunkin low, donuts. Oh, and then they go fucking banana, bananas on the weekend, and they and then they overconsume. And by they're like, this is going to speed up my metabolism. Exactly. I'm going to eat five pizzas. So yeah. let me give you guys kind of a, an idea of my numbers so you can get an idea of what that looks like for me. So- what, what, what I consider and, low- and you're, you're, before you do what's how big are you like your weight I'm, and height right I'm, so they can get an idea of, of scale yeah <laughs> how wide yeah <laughs> what's the circumference my girth is like three and a half four inches it's like but, a soda can <laughs> it's like a soda can <laughs> it's 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 the, it's the same circumference as like a two year old child's arm wow so mama <laughs> god so my weight, my, bad. my weight is <laughs> currently right now, uh, first thing in the morning, completely sucked out and dry. I'm about 217 pounds. Uh, so I'm 217 pounds, lean body mass. I have about 207. I'm only got about 10 to 12 pounds of fat on my body right now. So I'm, mo- I'm, I'm, I'm walking 200 and 200 and close to 10 pounds. In, in other words, if we were on a plane that crashed in the Himalayas, you would be disgusting. I wouldn't even want to eat you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no flavor. Super yeah. lean and yeah. tough. And, and and honestly, most all that body fat's held in my cheek. So if you the, we'd be fighting. So, yeah. Me and, me and my Justin cheeks, be fighting over those. Non- that shit. So, okay. So now that we 
know an idea of what where my my body type is. Now everyone's different, so you know someone could be listening to this and be like, "Oh my god, so much," or someone listens like, "Oh, I need way more." Okay, well that's good for you. The point is that you figure it out. You figure out what your maintenance is. So what you need to do first, okay, is you need to be consistent about what you do, whatever you do, and eating wise. So I have done this so many times. I kind of know like where my calorie maintenance. Now, mind you, it changes every show. Now, isn't isn't on our nutrition survival guide it, on the revised version, which is uh-huh. coming out soon? It has a way for yes. you to get a good idea of what your resting metabolic rate is. Right, right exactly. Okay, yeah, the formula's in there. Right, and, and you can buy it by itself now. We just we just changed yeah. that. So yes. if, if someone just wants that, they can get that. They so don't here have to you get go. The whole package. So that's a perfect simplified. Example. Everything you know is pretty straightforward okay. now. Yeah, I just I took a lot of the feedback. You know, from previous comments, and then applied it so everybody could, you know. And every and this is your this is Justin's benefit. strength. Justin got down and, and dirty with this thing and made it really easy to use. Yeah. And I think the revised version is going to blow people's oh, brains I out. Get now. dirty, baby. Well, and this is a perfect example. So now you've used you take the nutrition guy, you plug all your numbers in. Now you get your caloric maintenance level. So let's just say for high, but well, we're going to use me since we're talking to me about what I get going on. We love using you. So my my calorie maintenance level is is approximately four thousand calories. So for my body to stay where it's at, not gain any weight, not really lose any weight, I'm, I hover right around 3,800 to 4,000 calories. Wow, that's a lot of calories yeah. for maintenance. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I'm a big guy and I move a lot. So 3,800 to 4,000 calories is about where my, my maintenance level is. Now, when I say maintenance level too, there's, there's a difference between basic metabolic rate. If My basic metabolic rate is probably about 2,800 calories. And that's just you sitting there not moving. Exactly. Right. Not moving around all day long, my body needs just by itself twenty eight hundred calories. But since I train at least once, plus I'm, I'm mobile throughout my day, my body's burning an additional thousand thousand plus calories. Mm-hmm. So there's where you get the thirty eight hundred. So thirty eight hundred to four thousand calories is my maintenance. <clears throat> now when I'm restricting, like on a low carb day. I'm consuming closer to about 180 to 200 grams of carbs. When I'm eating 180 to 200 grams of carbs, my calories now are right around 2,800 or so. So I'm in about a thousand calorie deficit for two days straight. Mm. So two days straight, I'm in a thousand calorie deficit. Day three is when I refeed. Sometimes I'll go to day four, but as I get leaner, it becomes more important for me to feed. So the leaner you become, the more important it becomes for you to refeed. The higher body fat percentage I have, the further days I can stretch before I have to do that. So it's a surplus then for your refeed? My refeed is just a slight surplus, so that's the key. key So so you're aiming for maintenance to surplus type of deal, like right in between those two? Is that what you're doing, or...? When I when I refeed when you refeed because yes so thirty eight hundred so you're aiming for what like thirty eight thirty nine something no like that? no closer actually closer to about four thousand to forty five hundred okay. so I'm a little over okay because I'm coming from a complete deficit right, right? you get that two days of and I'm sucked thousand, out exactly yeah. so majority of that's going to go back to filling all my glycogen stores and everything like that and then and then I'm and if I eat a little bit over you know what's two to three hundred calories that's not even you know it's not even going to especially since you were at a two thousand de- deficit for those two days exactly okay but where a lot of people. Make a mistake is this, and this is where the n- normal person, not on a competitive level, just God, he's, he's sounding nerdy right now. I love it. This is great. <laughs> oh, so smart, so attracted I'm to so you. Proud of him. Oh, Continue. Guys, get out of here. <laughs> this oh, this interview is over. No, no, no. Keep going. I want to hear more. So uh, we so, don't get to do this enough. No, yeah, we yeah. don't ever do this. Actually, yeah. you guys keep, never. You guys never talk about men's physique. You guys have this men's, men's physique guy here. We love it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, 
yes, I refeed. So when I refeed, I'm hitting that anywhere between you know 3,800 on the low end to more likely about 4,500 calories. Now, here's the tricky part where I think not only athletes, but even more so the common people make this mistake when they're cutting is I'm now going to have refired up that metabolism. So when I go back, guess what? That's low carb, low calorie day again. That's a hard day. The first day back is hard because I've re- just responded I, again to fired oh, you're it. hungry. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you fired it back, and that and that's the, brutal. The discipline to fight through that is what really shreds that fat. If you have that ability to know, and and for me, because I know the science, I know what's happening in my body. I got the discipline to do it. But most people don't know. They're just listening to the, how their body feels, and they they feel that sensation. And they're like, oh shit, I need to eat. I'm supposed to eat. I'm starving today, or what that. And then what they end up doing is the next day when it should be low again, they're eating eating that high calories because your body says it wants 4,000 calories again. And then if you continue to refeed at that 4,000 calorie mark again, you're going to plateau and you're not going to lose any more weight. And if anything, you're probably going to start to overconsume and start to store. Now, will you, do you, how do you, well, how do you utilize, uh, that was weird. I had like five questions. There. Will you, do you, how you, yeah. when we, <laughs> I said, like, I sound like, like I knew Kung Fu there for a second. <laughs> how, yeah, how, you do um, how do you utilize fasting during your pre-contest? Ah, great question. See, there's two good questions. Questions in a row. You are. Mm. So uh, still working on zero for you. Yeah. So I warrior fast when I fast. So and just like I do, just like you do. And it what I I like to do it honestly just to throw a curveball in there, and I do it during my bulk and on my cut. And I like to do it after I've been, you know, like let's say I'm carb cycling like I am right now. I've been doing that let's say for three or four weeks. You know, or sometimes before that, sometimes I'll do it every two weeks or so, and I'll throw in at least one day of intermittent fasting. I bet you're the only physique I am, competitor. Like ever. I am. I bet you are. Yeah. And I, I shock the shit out of clients anytime I tell them that's yeah. what I them to do. They freak out. You know what? Part of the part of the problem of with us sharing this is that more people are going to start doing right. it, and, and and you're going to have to Giving compete away all the secrets, and you're going to have to compete against them. Yeah. Because uh, how many people have we seen now who've tried this? We're like, oh my god, I'm gonna, it's going to be horrible to fast, and they come back at uh, us, and they're like, this felt great, fasting feels yeah. great, and I, I'm getting leaner easier. I'll always and, be that guy. It's like, nah, dude, tilapia broccoli all day. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I I feel too, fasting works so well for me because I am so regiment, and I do do a lot of meal timing and consistency. So nothing is better than to break that consistency by doing a fast. When my body's so used to eating every two to three hours, four to six plus meals a day and then all of a sudden I say no you're going to have two like Sal today he goes oh shit and it's, it burns right. and you can feel I can feel I can feel myself getting leaner by well, the hour well so we were talking about leptin but uh, when it comes to fasting fasting increases catecholamine production uh, catecholamines are you know epinef- norepinephrine epinephrine oh my god you, know, you came up with something else I didn't know yeah so and these How are the you? these are the uh, the chemicals that are the go chemicals so the the hype you know, the, the hyperchemicals. So, like, if you take, uh, for example, ephedra, ephedra mimics uh, epinephrine. So, when you take ephedra, you get all hyper. This is why people, when they fast, notice they get more energy. Mm-hmm. And you know what those catecholamines do? They amp your metabolism. Yeah. They speed Boom. up your metabolism. So, that so you're utilizing this, and that's it's some like of the benefit so, that you're getting. I can't believe I didn't add that in there. That's, like, another one to, yeah. to add to the list. Catecholamine. Awesome. Yeah, so, I, you know, fasting is in there uh, 100%. Um, <clears throat> and, I, and really, up until, so, I just really started carb cycling two weeks ago. But I've been going for almost a month. So, when I first start, 
prep for a show. The first is learning my re, relearning my maintenance level. So I told you guys right now it's like four thousand calories. Well, it wasn't four thousand calories eight months ago on my last show. Oh, what? What was it before? It was more like 3,700. Dude, so you've clearly built... I, I'm looking at you and I can see you've built more muscle. And I'll tell you... I can tell you right now where I, where I can see you've built more muscle. Um, but it shows up on your calories, so we know it's it's true. Oh, it's it's also another thing that always makes me chuckle when I see these competitors that do show after show after show and like they have the same formula every time. I'm like, how do you expect to get gains if your formula yeah, is changed? Yeah, your body, your your body. If you have new lean body mass on there, if you've added five pounds of muscle, you should have a new caloric maintenance level. Well, I can see it's the difference. Science. I can see the difference in your back and in your in your legs for sure, but your back. And then as a result, because you've been doing your back um, differently. Your delts look a little bit, uh, well, especially your rear delts look bigger. Those, those are those were my two, my legs and my back were my two primary. So I pick, which is right now I'm I'm working on trying to develop, uh, you know, with you guys the another book for. An, uh, uh, yeah. I have a good question. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just thought of something. Yeah, no. Have you ever considered uh, even getting into more power lifts as far as like you know taking it to a different level? Well, you were doing that physique. right when you were phase oneing it. Well, yeah, give me an example by what kind of power lifts are you talking about? And because I do do some power lifts, so like what, a power clean, like a hang clean. Oh, weightlifting. Yeah, weightlifting so, power. Uh, I I do incorporate hanging cleans and power cleans. Uh, power cleans not as much. I do a lot of hanging cleans to a press. Um, I like to throw those in, mm-hmm. um, but I, I I don't do them all the time. I do them to to throw a curveball in my workout. Right. And in fact, uh, you know, I do a lot of deads in the off season. But as I get closer to showtime, I cut deads out completely. So I haven't done a deadlift in now four weeks. But you are doing uh, heavy. You are doing phase one style stuff. Where oh, yeah. Where you're phasing in like a, a T-bar row. I've seen oh. you do lots of T-bar yes. rows, lots of barbell rows. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Um, so it, it sounds like the difference between now and before, because you got more muscle now. But the difference is, A, phasing of your workouts, the trigger sessions, which, by the way, the way Justin was using trigger sessions was definitely more of a functional, you know, you were using Indian clubs, you, right. he was using mace. The opposite mace. of me. Adam uh, is doing, what, trigger sessions, now you're, you're doing them kind of pumping motions, kind of bodybuilding isolation type motions, and you're focusing on your weaknesses, yep. yeah, you're right? Yeah, working on those. So this, like, this, like physical, like what you see in terms of aesthetic yeah. weaknesses. And, and this is why I want to uh, write uh, a book on this, because I feel like, uh, <clears throat> although it, it the MAPS program is the foundation, there's still a lot of things I do different, and you know, you said it yourself, you can see a difference in my legs and my back. Well, that's not just by chance, it's not just, just because I followed the same old MAPS program, it's because I chose to take those two muscle groups and say, okay, I'm I'm going to build on that and that and the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to take our our program and I'm going to now plug this in and utilize but focus on these two things. Well, I will say this, so far what you've showed us um is is brilliant. Um you know the the concepts and the philosophies of the maps program are so moldable um and malleable towards a particular goal. For example, Justin's talked about and you I think you've already started working on yep. a maps uh, program for athletes for athletic performance. And now Adam's doing one for competitors, and um, I, I mean, the, the, really, the sky's the limit where we can take this and apply some of these concepts. You know, mm-hmm. I could even see it in mixed martial arts. You know, being a jujitsu guy myself, I could see people utilizing trigger sessions to give them muscle memory in terms of you know different positions and moves and whatnot. So it's pretty exciting stuff, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, you know, the nutrition guide, the the fact that Justin created it to where you can do the <clears throat> the caloric maintenance level is is so big, and once you have that, you know, getting back to that guide. 
because I was talking about how I first start off the first beginning of my program before I start carb cycling, before I start intermittent fasting, yeah, before I start adding all this stuff. Um, I first am hitting the drawing board, and because let's be honest, in the off season, uh, <clears throat> I'll be the first one to admit to you, I'm not, I'm not logging all my food. I'm not, I'm eyeballing everything. I've done this so many times. I know what 200 grams of protein looks like. I know what three mm-hmm. to 500. You know, what I'm saying I have an idea, but I'm not precise. I don't need to be precise. I'm not competing. Once I get into competing, I need to be precise. I need to know exactly how much I'm cutting or adding or what with that. So the first two weeks of show prep for me is really relearning my metabolism saying okay where is it at now and you know i obviously i have somewhat of an idea that it's somewhere in the 3500 to 4500 calorie range is going to be and i I pick a number i say that's what it's going to be i you know figure out my carbs my fats protein just like with our nutrition guide and say okay this is where it's going to be and then i i follow that and then based off of how my body responds that now mind you there's no cardio involved yet my weight training intensity program nothing's being switched up i'm following whatever phase i'm in in maps i'm staying with that no cardio whatsoever. All I'm doing right now is, okay, where does my body maintain? Mm-hmm. Where does it stay at? Now that I have that number, mm-hmm. now the, now I can start messing with my carbohydrates and things like that. And the first thing I actually that do- can change. Yes. Yeah, you can revisit it. Exactly. So when I first start off, I actually don't even really start a cycle. I just kind of drop the carbs. So I'll drop down to like 350 grams of carbs, which for me is just under what my maintenance was. 400 is about where my maintenance is. 350. It keeps me super satisfied. I'm, you know, still eating a ton of carbohydrates. I feel great in my workouts, but I am in a little bit of a deficit. So I see this nice little gradual drop. And and then after about two weeks, then I start to cycle. Then I start to start to change the intensity, the trigger sessions and the workouts, like then all that stuff. And that's how I do it is I'm always every week something as new is happening in my body, whether it's picking up the intensity in the workouts, whether it's changing something with my nutrition, adding in and fasting or cycling, or if it's doing something with um, <clears throat> my workouts, you know, I'm always manipulating that as I'm, as I'm going, but I try never, like, I think another big mistake I see people do is they kind of blah, everything out the gates. Yeah. You know, all at once. Yeah. All it's eight weeks out from a show or 12 weeks, whatever they, when they start their prep and they go, okay, our cardio, boom, I'm carb cycling. Boom. I'm doing this. Yeah. Boom. I'm doing that. It's like, Dude, you got your trip burn out. Hitting yeah. everything at once. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Watching you do this is motivating me um, to get myself. I'm going to get super shredded along with you. I'm definitely not going on any stage, yeah. but I'm motivated yeah. to get. Uh, I'm motivated to get pretty shredded here. Yeah, yeah. I, and, got, I got another question, Adam. I mean, you've been going through this process. You've been getting shredded. Are you happy, dude? <laughs> Look at the smile on his face. Actually, you know what's funny? It, that's a great question. Justin. Are you? Yeah. Are you gonna get moody because you've been getting moody? Lately. Oh yeah. No. Is I, it gonna get worse? I, I want to tap into your sensitive side. So, um, God, you got moody the other day. What made? True. Why I'm still competing? Okay. When this whole thing started, it was all about going from the worst shape of my life and just proving I can get in the best shape of my life. And back then, it was 19 plus percent body fat was the worst I ever been in. And then the best shape I'd ever been in my life was when I finished and I was at 7%. Then it would just became this like, okay, well, I'm already at seven. Why don't I, why don't I see if I can get on stage and, and do that? And then I did that. Then when I did that, I, two things, two big things happened. One, I kind of fell in love with uh, the, the, the challenge of doing that. I'm very competitive. And before I never had a reason to get that crazy shredded. You know, uh, photo shoots, things like that. But that's still not enough for me. Just, you know, as long as I, photo shoots, as long as I look pretty good or better than what I looked before, I'm not competing. Right. When I'm standing next to another man 
and my job is to look better than him. You better, and I have something to say or do about it. You better, and fucking, not just like at a bar. Exactly, yeah. not a bar <laughs> uh, on stage with easy with yeah. judges that are going to be looking at me. Closed. You bet your ass, I am going to bring everything I got to to that. And so I fell in love with that because it gave me something to push me to that level to get to my physique that level. So I actually um, th- this part is crazy. A new switch hits right when I get here. When I start to get to a new lean, like when I start getting around five percent, like I am right about now, I like you start seeing new new muscles on your body you've never seen. Like I, right now, I'm seeing striations that I've never seen before, even since my last show. Like that's how I know I've made gains. I'm like, oh, I didn't have that before, and oh, I didn't. Have, I get really into that shit, and I get very uh, the nerdy side of me that we don't talk very much about. This is where I get nerdy because I I get so fascinated by manipulating different foods and how different things my body responds to it. Everything from the workouts, how my body responds to how much leaner I look in the morning, in the daytime, in the afternoon, how much water I should add to this, how much sodium of this. Like, dude, I get crazy, bro. Dude, you know what we need to do? What? We should record one, like we did with Justin during his 90-day challenge. <clears throat> we should record an episode every week following you along now. We got four weeks to show. Would yes. you Would you mind doing that? I know you have a lot of, you know, well, I mean, I log- kind of a private thing. No, no, no. I, you know what? I log all my stuff anyways. I, I'm very detailed about that when I'm getting ready for oh, a show. So, per- I, so I, people we can people can follow you along yes. to the day of your show, bro. Yeah, let's do it, man. It's I love you, it. All you computers. Uh, uh, Is that a real word? Yeah, yeah computers. Computers. <laughs> I got a computer right here. Hashtag. Hey, Doug, how, how are we looking on time? Yeah, we're good. Uh, we're, 35 minutes. What did you write up there? What's that? Is that what do people get there? Looks like it's a it's a link to uh, follow Adam's road to show. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna throw up a page. Yeah, www.mindpumpradio.com forward slash Adam, and you can go over there see pictures. You're gonna post pictures, Adam. Sure. All right. Sure. Uh, yeah. You can put some stats up there. What you've eaten, your measurements, whatever else you want to throw in there, so people can follow along with you. So that's mindpumpradio.com forward slash Adam. And then, of course, if you just go to mindpumpradio.com and click... That was weird. That was a weird sound. <laughs> that was kind of cool, actually. Bro, I was like, God, for a you second. sound like the devil right there. Uh, you could go to mindpumpradio.com, click on the yellow button, and then you'll see all the programs that we have available. And since we're following you along, Adam, I think it's only fair to say, Doug, that we keep the programs on sale at least... Until you like that, huh? Like you like how I like closed Doug like right a there? Tiny bit, I, tiny, tiny don't get bit longer. Mad, don't get mad, Doug. We got to keep them on sale, bro, till till Adam keep competes. Keep it spinning, keep it spinning. Yeah. Keep At least, it spinning. right? Oh, yeah, we'll do that because right. you've kind of entrapped me. Yeah. yeah. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep them. Uh, we'll keep them live as far as the discounts are concerned until then. So. All right, cool. Well, listeners, tune in every week to follow Adam along uh, on his road to San Jose and cheer him along. Let's do this. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.